to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, the Lord God. We give him all the glory. We thank him for all that he has done and all that he will do. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you this morning, this day of uh, January 11th, 2024, to my daily podcast in continuation of what we have started concerning good stewardship of uh, your resources no matter what we have in life we must understand that it all comes from God there is a source for everything everything that we have has a source so our money our success everything that we have that we can claim that we have we have labored for come from God the day you acknowledge God to that the day you acknowledge that is the day you you begin to enjoy what the Lord God has given to you. The Bible tells us that we must not forget in the book of Deuteronomy that it is the Lord God that giveth the power. It is He that giveth the power. He said we should remember, we shouldn't forget where we where we come, um, how we come about what we have. Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse, verses eighteen through nineteen says that. He says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. We must not forget that. That it is it is it is the plan of God to give us, because the moment we are created, he said we should go and and multiply. He blessed us. He blessed us. No human being created by God. Um, shouldn't multiply, shouldn't, shouldn't have anything. Mine may not be as much as what you have, but I, I, God has blessed us each to at least have something in our possession that, that, that will say this is from God. The day you acknowledge that is the day you begin to live peacefully within you. Because then you know that none of this is my strength. Yes, I work hard. Yes, I did hard. I, I did certain things. But the ultimate answer of this comes from no one but Almighty God. The moment you realize that, and the moment you put that in, then you know that whatever you do will prosper. Because the Bible says, I'll bless the work of thy hand. The work of thy hand. Nothing else, which means you have to work. And Paul says to them, he says, let, let me remind you, those that do not work among you must not eat. Must not eat. <laughs> yeah, there are people who want to live without working. Mm. I don't know how that works, but I just thought I have to remind you, just in case you are beginning to um, forget that. If you go back into the book of Proverbs chapter 21, which I shared with you a couple of days ago, Proverbs 21, you cannot, if you if you turn yourself to be like that, then you, you, will, you will hate yourself. Verse 21 says that, verse 20, rather, chapter 21, verse 20 says, there is a treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise. But a foolish man spend it all. When you get to the house of the wise, there's always something saved. There's always something saved. Inside the five talents is another five. 
Everything God created had the capability to multiply. Let me tell you that. Inside that five talent, there's another five. Everything God created has the capability to multiply. Because male and female, he created them. He created male and female. All things were made for multiplication. Everything God created was created for a purpose. A purpose that is only known by God. Most of the time people are looking for things to do when they have so much things to do. It is my utmost belief that everyone is born free and born to be grown and great. He that received five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five. God gave and has and God has given us this. And he has given every one of us a talent, as little as it may look, to be as, 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 as little as it may look or be there is no one on earth that is not good of something though the problem is finding that the thing you are good at there is no one in this world that, that is not good at something although the problem is how do I find out which one I'm good at maybe you should begin to search yourself ask yourself what, what are you good at or is there anything you love to do or is there anything you hate to see happening if any of this question or query is genuinely answered, you will find your assignment. I'm positive. I'm positive. It is clear when you get to the house of the wise, there is always something that he will show you that he has done. But the house of the foolish, the Bible says he spent it all. He spent it all. I believe there's something for everyone. As big as the world is, the Bible says the laborers are few. Matthew 9.37, meaning there is so much to do, but only only few are working. Are you one of those few? But then he said, pray that the Lord will send, his, send in laborers. <laughs> you have an assignment. You do have an assignment, in case you don't know. You have an assignment. There is something you are meant to do. There is something you are meant to say that will, that will change somebody's life, that will change your life as well. That's your assignment. Assignment is a service to someone. Look at the story in the in the Gospel of Luke chapter 9, verses 12 to 17. Now, who would have thought that these two pieces of fish and the five loaves of bread would be enough for five thousand men? Excluding women and children, not to talk about the twelve baskets that remain. That little thing you think it's small is really more than enough. Enough to start with, enough to get you up, enough to get you up running. All the first man had was five talents. All the second half is two talents. And they work with it. So please understand that there, no one is born empty. You have something in you, something that someone needs, something that will serve someone, something, something that someone will benefit from. Because whatever you are given by God is meant to profit out with to profit with all. Whatever God gave you is meant to profit with all. Meaning to gain or to be a gain to someone. So let me ask you this. Are you going to be like this man in this book of Proverbs chapter 21? The first man. Verse 20 says, There's a treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise, in the house of the wise. There's a treasure and an oil to be desired. He keep it there because he knew somebody's going to be needing it someday. wait but a foolish man spent it all oh my god <laughs> a foolish man 
a foolish man spend it all. <coughs> I know you're not a foolish man. I know you're not. But if a foolish man spend it all, then my fear is this. Does the foolish man know that what is plenty can be few in a matter of days? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think people people feel that people fail to believe uh, um, this is the reality of life. It is, and the day you forget that is the day you miss that fact. There is a treasure to be desired, and oil in the dwelling of the wise. But a foolish man spend it all. A foolish man spend all of it. But you wonder though, because this is what we say to ourselves: Oh, that can't be me. I will never do that. That's so true. You will never do that. You will never do that until it happens to you. Those that are wise will increase what they have and live plentifully. That's only to those that are wise. Their wisdom will teach them to proportion their expenses to their income and to lay up for hereafter. That's for those that are wise. So that there's a treasure of things to be desired, and as much as needs to be desired, a good stock of all things, convenient, laid up in season, and particularly of oil. One of the staple, one of the staple commodities of Canaan is oil. This is in habitation, cottage of the wife's one. It is better to have an old-fashioned house and have it well furnished than a fine modern one with sorry housekeeping. You have a Gucci bag that costs you almost about a thousand five hundred dollars, and you have no penny inside of it. Don't you think it would be better for for you than to sell the bag? That you can't have money in your account. I don't know how people carry expensive bag with nothing inside of it. Carry an expensive bag with nothing inside of it. How do you do that? <laughs> there was a time I was coming from. I went. I went away here and at the airport. Um, this woman carried Gucci bag, Gucci everything. Handbag, um, luggage bag, yeah, all that. And suddenly one of the bag busted off. One of the zippers just went off, and everything in that bag just <laughs> all over the place. And the things that were coming out out of the bag, but but then you look at yourself and say, "Okay, now." Everybody started looking at each other when they saw what was coming out of the bag. <laughs> Listen. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a brand name person, um, but, I, but I but I do know this that if I should buy a luggage that costs me um, more than eight hundred dollars, or more than five hundred dollars, or more than two hundred dollars, um, I think I have to keep it well, and it must be that whatever we have in there will be better. The things you have to ask yourself: Is this what I want now, or can this come later? In the house of a wise man, there's always something that he saves, which means his account is never dry. But in the house of a foolish one, he spends it all. Don't spend all you have. Learn to save. 
Father, we are grateful and we are thankful. Your name is great. And we ask you to continue to lead us in doing that which is right. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.